podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We're going to uh, take our reading from Matthew chapter 7 um, and verse 24 through 29. Um, Let's just see what the word's got to say to us. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house in sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. Because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Let's just pray and ask the Lord that he might just help us and open up our hearts and our minds to just see what he's got to say to us today. Father, we just want to thank you that we have this opportunity to just come around your word. And Lord, as we have just read it, we pray that you will bless it to us. Father, as we now look into it, that you would just speak into our hearts. Father, open up our minds that we might just see and understand what you are saying, what your word is saying to us, even today in 2020. Bless us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. What or when was the last time that you were amazed? What was it and when was the last time you were amazed. Now I mean, I mean, shocked. You know, not like you, you literally can't comprehend what's going off. It, it's not what you expected. You're completely and utterly surprised. When was the last time that that happened to you? It, it, it seems to me that it gets harder and harder to be amazed in the world that we live in. Well, the truth is because everything is at our fingertips, isn't it? You know, you, you know this, and, and, and we're here, and, and everything's just available. I think, really, if we're honest as well, if, if you don't quite believe what you're seeing, well, you can Google it, can't you? And also, I, I'm, I'm careful to say these over the airwaves, um, but uh, if you can't comprehend what's happening, you just ask Siri or Alexa and they'll explain. Apologies if your devices have uh, have just switched on to ask what's going on. But we we have moments, don't we? I think that's fair to say. There are moments of amazement. We took the boys, uh, it was this time last year, um, to spot dolphins off the coast of Tenerife. Um, And and it's, it's fair to say they were absolutely amazed at what they were seeing. Lol and I were completely and utterly amazed at the price, don't get me wrong, amazed 
Um, but you see, they were amazed at what they were seeing. And they're, you know, they're precious moments, aren't they? They, they are things that stay with you. They're things that, that, that you've got and you, you won't ever part with them. You, you, they're rare and they're beautiful and they're worth keeping hold of. You know, when I look through the Bible, and, and because of, of what I do, I have the privilege of, of being able to do that um, quite often, and I enjoy looking into the Word. And, and, and when I look into the Bible, I see that it is absolutely full of what can only be described as amazing things. Things that blow my mind, things that I can't get my head around, things that I can't comprehend, things that wow me. But the truth is, to find these amazing things, you have to look, you have to see, you have to find out. But I guess that's, that's true for most things, isn't it? That we have to look and we have to dig a little bit deeper if we want to find the amazing facts about what's going off or what's happening. I mean, for example, and, and those that are part of Hope Church will, will know this, one of my favorite creatures on planet Earth is, is an, a, an animal called a giraffe. Now you'll know a giraffe. And, and when you look at them, they are pretty amazing. They are unlike any other thing that we have on planet Earth. They are a very rare beast, and they look amazing. But, because I like to know how things work, I like to find out what makes things work, I've had a look a little bit deeper into a giraffe. And again, those uh, who come to Hope Church will know um, the facts around it. But the truth is that when you find out how it works, how strong and how thick walled and the size of its heart is and how we as human beings believe it or not have developed our g-force suits for those that go um, at, the, at speeds in airplanes and stuff um, and, and all that sort of thing um, where g-force suit is, is needed we've developed all of our technology on the back of how a giraffe is designed when you start to look at that, you, you, you can't help but be absolutely and completely amazed at the anatomy of the giraffe. So not only its, its size and its wonder and its complete uh, uniqueness, its, 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 its position um, to which it finds itself as well, is just, it's, it's an most incredible beast. And then you dig deeper and, and for me, just wowed on another level. So we see the Bible, and I, I'm, I, I've given you that story. Now, now, just listen to this. We see the Bible, and, and it was written over a period of around 1,500 to 2,000 years. So a long time for the Bible to, to be written and compiled into what we have in front of us today. It's 66 books that all work in unison to create this wonderful text, this wonderful canon of scripture that we have in front of us. It was written by 40 different authors. And um, of course, 
written by one in the sense that it's the inspired word of God, but 40 different people God has used in order to write down what he wants to tell uh, you and I today. Written in three different continents. So when you, when you look at the Bible, and, and perhaps you've got one in front of you, you can think, okay, well, it's pretty amazing. 66 books that all seem to work in hand in hand. Um, and I've, I've had a look at those, uh, those things that people often are confused about as well, the, the things that they call contradictions. And you, you have a look and you put the, the whole canon in context and, and each part in context and then take it as a whole. It's incredible. In fact, the more you look, the more amazed you are. I would argue that with anybody, the more you look, the more amazed you will become. And when you look at it, you're sort of wowed by, yes, it, the, the bits that you see now, the facts that you've seen in front of you. But I wonder if we can be even more amazed. And the title of this um, talk this morning uh, today, sorry, and, and the title that we're going to have a look at um, over the coming weeks, God willing, is Amazed. And, and the reason for that is I want to try, if we, if we can, to put ourselves in the picture and see what's going off in the moment and go, would we be amazed? Can we be amazed today? You see, if you put yourself in the story of what we have just read in Matthew chapter 7, or pretty much anywhere in the New Testament where Jesus is walking and talking with his disciples and with the people around about him, with his followers, with crowds, it sounds amazing. But imagine, if you can, seeing Jesus walking up the hillside near where you live. Imagine seeing the followers and the crowd that would be in and around about him, that would be desperate to just hear what, what he's saying and to find out what's going off. And, and imagine the excitement that's there. Imagine hearing him teaching what the word says. I mean, I have to step back and go, just think about this. Imagine the word preaching the word to you and me. The Bible tells us in John, the word became flesh. Jesus is the word. So imagine, just put yourself there. Imagine the word preaching the word to you and your family around about you. I, it, it, it's, beho it's beyond my comprehension, so to speak. And as I put myself in the, in the, in the scenario, in the setting, I can see myself wowed by it and I can see myself imagining being in that place where I'm just listening as, he's, as Jesus is preaching, as he's teaching. The question is, what would our reaction be? Would it be one of amazement or would it be one of, what is he on about? And, and I guess that's for us to look and to find out and to search in our own hearts. I know it's tough to sometimes visualise, and some people find it easier than others to put yourself in, in uh, situations and settings. Um, so I don't know where, where you stand, but whether it's easy or it's difficult, but I want you to try if you can. There, there was, and, and this helps as well to set the scene, there was an onlooker at the time of Jesus. Um, his name was Josephus, 
Um, and he was a, a Jewish historian. And he was going about in, in these times when Jesus was walking and talking on planet Earth with the physical disciples around about him. He was, um, he was not a believer um, at all, but, but nevertheless, he was intrigued as what, to what was going on. He was, he was finding himself going and searching out, going and following to listen and to hear and to record so that we could have a look and see what that looked and that time felt like as a person walking around the streets and around the, the countryside. And he's recorded for us uh, outside of the Bible the things that were happening. Um, and you can Google him. Go and, go and have a look. You can be amazed. He was often amazed at what he saw and what he heard. He was unable to make real sense of what was happening or who this man Jesus really was. But in Matthew chapter 7, and I've, I've read for you just the sort of the, the very last part of if you go back is what is the Beatitudes um, and, and we find ourselves just, we get an, a, a real glimpse of this amazement that maybe Josephus might have seen or maybe those that were just around and about Jesus have, 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 have been able to, to just show us this morning, today. Forgive me, it's terrible. But, but as we look then in, in chapter 7 and verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. Verse 28 of chapter 7. Because he taught as one with, who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. So when Jesus had finished saying these things, and there's a whole host of things for you to go and have a look at, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. They were amazed at his teaching. Now, as I say, he's on the back of telling what were, as the church now, as the Beatitudes, essentially the way that God wants us to live day to day with each other and those around about us, the way that God wants us to love him and to love those around us. And when the world turns its back on God's teaching, that we are counter-culture, that we go in the opposite direction to the way that the world seemingly wants to go. But as Christians, that we are counter-culture and we live as the Word says. We live as Jesus is saying here in these verses and we live as the Word calls us to live, as God has called us to live. Now, I know that that isn't always easy. I, I get that. Believe me. But we're doing and digging into what the word tells us so that we can live how God has called us to live. And that we need help in that. And God hasn't left us on our own. If you remember, the Bible tells us that we have been given the Holy Spirit. That as we put our faith and our trust in Christ, we're given the helper. We're given the Holy Spirit in order to help us live as God has called us to live. So as we now see then that in this position that we find this in our story, as we put ourselves in the picture and in the scenario, 
We're hearing what Jesus is saying. We're seeing and we're understanding to the best that we can what's going off here. But listen then to verse 29, because the crowds are amazed. Yes, they're amazed. They are absolutely amazed. But what are they amazed about? Okay, what are they amazed about? Look at verse 29. Remember, it says the crowds were amazed at his teaching. Why? Because, verse 29, he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Now, when you step back and now you look at the, the whole setting, you're sort of like, wow, why were the crowds amazed? Now, you could easily, as we've already talked about the giraffe, sort of step back and go, yeah, it's, it's big, it's multicolored, and uh, it's got a big neck and big legs, and well, it's a giraffe. And, and because of that, you could maybe miss the anatomy of the giraffe and see its intricacies that make it this most beautiful creature that it is. And you could miss all of that. Yeah, you could be amazed in the first instance, but then you could turn away and, and step away from it and go, well, and the same is to be said here in these moments. You see, because when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. Why will we ask? Well, because he taught as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. They weren't amazed so much uh, at what he said, but how he delivered it. Listen, it says, as one who had authority. They'd heard the law told them before. They had heard the teachers of the law. Uh, they, they'd heard very often, I would imagine, what they should and shouldn't be doing. But they'd heard it from failing, flawed human beings. And what's different here is that the, for the first time, they're hearing it from someone who has authority. They are hearing it from someone who knows what he's talking about. They are hearing it from someone who is living what he's talking about. They are hearing for the first time, perhaps, Jesus, the very Son of God, tell them what they should be doing in line with what it is to live for God. Not in rules and regulations of you must do this and you must do that, but rather it's an outflowing of a life that is centred around God. Jesus was living that way. His very life was an outpouring of the love that God had given to him. He is God in flesh. So he is an outpouring of that love. And now the crowds are amazed, yes, at what he says that he's teaching, but more with the way that he's delivering it, because here is a man who has got authority, who is teaching in such a way that he knows it, he understands it, and he is clearly living it. And that's amazing. And it's recorded for us here. I think that it's probably fair to say 
that you have heard someone who knows their subject so well. You've maybe heard someone over the years teach in such a way that it feels like it's just a conversation because their depth and their wealth of knowledge is just astounding. That you, you, you're captivated by it. You're drawn in almost to want to go and look and, and, and become a professor yourself even in this subject. You're just drawn in into such a way where it's exciting and it's fresh and it's real and you're like, wow. And I guess in this moment, maybe even more so and different perhaps to, to just that scenario, that even Jesus here in these moments, he's sharing how we should live and how we should behave. And his words in these moments, not like you could, you could palm a professor's teaching off and going, oh, it's nonsense, but you, you know it and respect it. And here, it could have been exactly the same. They could have palmed Jesus' teaching off as, as just stuff, like, oh yeah, well, that'd be nice. <laughs> if everybody lived like that, what a different place the world would be. You know, the, the sort of stuff. And you could easily just palm it off, and they could have just palmed it off and just said, ah, oh, it is what it is. But here, they're absolutely captivated to the point where they're, it's recorded for us that they're amazed. And for somebody to record that they were amazed, there has to have been conversations happening. The startled faces, the, the wide-eyed listening, you know, when you're just captivated. Prayerfully, that's how you are right now. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but absolutely captivated in the moment, just astounded by what's going on, what you're hearing. And we see that the teaching is helping them to see that life with God at the centre is how life should be in order to run in line with what Jesus has been saying to them. That life with God in the very centre of all that we are and all that we do is how we live in line with what Jesus has been saying to these people around about him. And they could see this in him. And that is the big difference. They could see it. So not only could they see it, but when he spoke it, he spoke with authority because here was the very Son of God who is living and breathing and showing us that this is the way that we should be living. So what I want us to do, God willing, over the coming weeks is to ready ourselves to be amazed, to, to ready ourselves to, to be in those moments where we are wide-eyed, we are expectant, and we're just astounded by what the word says to us because we're going to dig deeper to see what this amazing word has to say. It's full of things that leave you speechless and it's full of things that just leave you wide-eyed and in wonder. So this is what, God willing, we're going to do over the coming weeks. And it's, it's a place where we're going to dig deep and God willing, we're going to prepare to be absolutely amazed. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for 
your word. We thank you that it's been recorded for us, these moments in time, that, Father, we can put ourselves in the picture and we can just see with utter amazement what's going off, just astounded by your love for each one of us. And I just ask, Lord, that you would just help us over the coming weeks to just find ourselves in a place where we're just amazed by all that you've got to show us, all that you've got to tell us through your word. We thank you, Lord, that you love us enough to send your very best in the Lord Jesus Christ, to take our place on that cross. Father, to deal with our sin and our shame. And there, Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ gave his life freely for each one of us. Father, we know that the grave couldn't hold him. We've sung that today already. And we've celebrated that he is risen. And we pray that you would just speak into hearts and lives, that, Father, that we would just give our lives over to you and we would put you and place you in the very centre of all that we do. Bless as we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So, church, thank you so much for joining with us online again today. We pray that you are well um, and we are slowly edging back to, to some kind of normality. Keep praying and keep tuning in, keep in touch. God bless. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.